Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Thursday, February 15th on today's show. You're looking out for the welfare of the town, the welfare of all your citizens, and creating more housing in the full spectrum was a very important issue and became part of our um, strategic priorities a couple of years ago. The town of Amherst just bought 15 acres of land, which it hopes to sell off to developers and home builders as 30 single-family home lots. We talk with Mayor David Kogan about the plan and how it fits into the town's overall housing strategy. That's coming up shortly, but first... Valentine's Day hikers and skiers frequenting the Tanchamar Outdoor Club trails off Walker Road might have been surprised to see tree cutting happening on Wednesday near the trailhead. The cutting is part of a plan years in the works to build a parking lot near the trailhead to help reduce on-road congestion and improve traffic safety at the busy spot. Karen Orell is co-president of the Tanchamar Outdoor Club, and CHMA spoke to her Wednesday afternoon to find out more about the parking lot plan. It is probably a little bit shocking for people who show up there um, who don't already know what's going on, so apologies for that. Um, We've been talking for quite a while, like several years, about the fact that that parking area by the Crooked Tree Trail is dangerous um, with a mix of lots and lots of cars parking, people running around, dogs running around, and big dump trucks coming from the quarries. So um, this has been an ongoing conversation with the town for the last several years and uh, we had a couple of meetings with um, with town staff and uh, it all resulted in a final meeting with John Apple, uh, Matt Pride and Todd Cole out on the site where we decided that we would do um, sort of the, the smallest footprint parking lot we could get away with um, as in cutting down as few trees as possible while still providing parking um, with an a designated entrance and exit onto Walker Road um, for about 20 cars. Okay. So they're cutting trees down right now. They're doing that for two reasons. First of all, it's not nesting season. So this is if you're going to cut down trees, this is a good time to do it. And also because town staff is available right now to do it. The, the work with leveling and gravel and all that stuff to make the parking lot isn't going to happen until the spring. All right. And is do you Karen, do you know the plans? Is it a a paved parking lot that we're looking at or Nope. It's a gravel lot. And for those of you who know the area, it's going to the current little parking pocket by the Crooked Tree Trail is gonna be the exit and the parking lot is gonna extend with a single row of cars parked uh Facing the parking lot, the, the parking is going to be facing the ditch and Walker Road, so it's just on the other side of the ditch, uh, and but closer to the highway. So the the current parking lot is going to be the furthest away point. So that's where the cutting trees. Okay. All right. So, so it's people... a little bit of a warning to people who are up there skiing that that they're pretty close to the trail, but but it should be pretty visible what they're doing. Okay, and will it will it cross over that that crooked tree trail, which is quite close to the road there? It we probably will have to reroute that trail just a little tiny bit. Our hope was that we could keep it the way it is, but I mean, with this this going to be a need for some area for snow <laughs> when there's snow remo- removal happening. So, um, yeah, there's a small rerouting that probably will have to happen before next fall. 
That's Karen Orell, co-president of the Tanchmore Outdoor Club. Trees are currently being cut near the trailhead on Walker Road to make way for a parking area to accommodate about 20 cars, which will be built later this year. Now for today's feature interview. The town of Amherst has announced what it calls a bold step to kickstart the number of new single-family homes being built in the community, the purchase of 15 acres of land on the town's east side off Marshview Drive. CHMA called up Mayor David Kogan on Wednesday to find out more about what the town has in mind. Well, as everybody knows, there's a a housing crisis across this country and Amherst is no different. And we've been addressing every level of housing across the entire spectrum, um, starting with emergency shelters for the homeless to uh, affordable housing and right through. Uh, And we have all kinds of developments going on here or in the works to uh, create uh, a lot of multiple unit buildings like apartments and townhouses. Uh, But the one thing uh, in that spectrum that has been lacking was um, single family homes and executive type homes. And we felt that that's that's something we also wanted to try to promote because we've been losing out on, for example, physicians and other healthcare providers because they couldn't find places to live. So there's this particular lot of land, it's about 15 acres, uh, has been available on the market for, uh, geez, almost two years and and no developers have taken on buying the entire piece of land. So we decided to to take that bold step and and purchase it so that we have some control over this um, and would hope then that uh, there may be Um, developers or individuals willing to buy lots uh, and build their own homes. Um, It's in a very nice area and it's going to be something that we can hopefully use to to attract uh, healthcare people, for example, to come here where where they can then um, certainly develop the type of home that they want. Uh, We uh, felt that it was a very reasonable investment um, it's not uh, uh, it's not something we're going to be giving away. It's, it's truly an investment for the town. Uh, and that's why we've decided to uh, take that step when when nobody else would. Now, this isn't unique because the 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 proposal is, I, I guess, for like you mentioned, executive level. Um, these this is not uh, necessarily affordable housing. These would be purchased by people who can afford to be on the housing market right now, basically. Is that right? Exactly. We, we have projects going on in town with working with developers that include affordable housing and, and all those other aspects in the full spectrum of housing um, we feel we're addressing. Now, the one big gap was in the, was in the single family homes. And these may not be, you know, we're not talking million dollar homes, but we're talking about single family uh, homes on individual lots, uh, and and so this will meet that that one void that we had in our um, working toward uh, making uh, upper inroads into the into the housing crisis. So that's exactly what we're, we're trying to to provide an opportunity for something in in a single family home type market. I think when it comes to affordable development. Um, there's sort of a logic to the idea that the market can't really provide it very well because you typically it needs some sort of subsidy or it needs to be off market somehow. But why do you think the market has not 
sort of stepped up here? Like, what? Why? Why is you know land like this sitting vacant? Why aren't developers actually just developing houses and selling them? Well, the the word we get from most of the developers, and we've talked with a lot of them, and myself included personally, uh, is that there's a much better profit margin on multi-unit. Um, housing types, whether they're townhouses or whether they're actual apartment buildings, uh, and they can do better um, financially with those. So um, there wasn't the uptake from developers in purchasing this land to then develop single family homes. So we thought uh, it would be a way we could incentivize the development of those kinds of things to provide for that relatively small segment, I guess, of our population that are looking for single family homes now um, and and make that a more doable, shall we say, when um, individual developers wouldn't take that big step. We can deal with multiple developers and they might decide, you know, well, we'll build five homes or an individual will buy a lot and, and build their own home. So there's a few ways of doing that. So it was, it was meeting a void. We, we've got developers um, working on projects which are apartment type that include affordable units. So we're covering our need for affordable housing, we think, quite well. But this was an opportunity to hit that one area, that one niche in the housing market that, that we weren't meeting, and that was more the single-family homes. Um, now, is that is the land is that land currently unserviced? I think the release said you would be doing it in phases, so I'm I'm guessing that has to do with you know introducing servicing to the to the lots. That would be one part of it. There's um, the the ability to provide water and sewer hookup is relatively simple there because it's just extending services that are already being provided to the neighboring um, housing units, and we would have to build some new streets, um, but that that's doable and then that's why this is a very uh, um i think attractive um 15 acres of land that that we've acquired okay and you mentioned you will be covering your costs i guess is this going to be a revenue neutral uh operation for the town or will will you actually have revenue coming from it what what do you th- what do you think will happen well, the way we're looking at it is 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 as a, um, a not-for-profit purchase in the sense that we would sell the lots um, just to get our money back. We're not looking to make a profit on the actual sale of the lots. But what we are um, looking at as the long-term advantage from the town's financial perspective would be that it would it would create growth. It would create spin-off for people using town services and shopping and all of that, and obviously the residential taxes that that the people who would ultimately build homes there would be paying. Okay. Um, Now, the town of Amherst, the town council, I should say, has has had a pretty, I guess, active role in the housing file for a while. Um, When did, you know, Amherst Town Council start to to take an active interest in housing? Well, it it was kind of... Um, forced upon us. We realized that housing is a provincial responsibility um, from a government to try to stimulate and motivate 
um, private sector to develop more housing units for our community, um, we would be losing out. And so we felt that we had to uh, do something to um, initiate activity in increasing our housing market. So we've done um, a, a lot of things, as I say, right from um, we were contributors to the emer first emergency shelter two winters ago for the homeless, and we've contributed um, properties that we've recovered in tax sale and given them to not-for-profits for affordable housing units. Um, so, and we've even developed an arrangement we can make with developers where we'll provide the um, the sewer water hookups and the streets in advance so that it, it limits their initial investment and that those costs would be then paid back as they sold lots or sold uh, built buildings and, and uh, rented out units. So we're trying to uh, create incentives for developers to do more for us that are working really quite well. I'm very pleased to say that. But when you know you look as a town council, you're looking out for the welfare of the town, the, the welfare of all your citizens, and creating more housing in the full spectrum was a very important issue and became part of our um, strategic priorities a couple of years ago, um, just by the nature of what was changing in the, in the situation around the community. That's Amherst Mayor David Kogan speaking with CHMA on Wednesday. A release from the town of Amherst says it plans to extend a small section of Marshview Drive this spring, which would make way to create about 10 building lots on the land, with 20 more available in later phases. That's it for Tanchamar Report for Thursday, February 15th. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Everyone here at CHMA would like to say thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Our 24-7 broadcast happens because of the support we have from listeners like you. Please consider joining our community of supporters and amplifiers by visiting chmafm.com. I'm Allison. I'm Sam. And I'm Raph. Uh, from Barnacle. And we're trapped in the belly of a whale and we had to make a fire to get out. And you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. This is your CHMA Sports Update for Thursday, February 15th. Three games in the NHL last night to tell you about. The Florida Panthers beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-2 in Pittsburgh. Winnipeg Jets shut out the San Jose Sharks 1-0 in Winnipeg. And the Minnesota Wild with a 3-1 victory over the Arizona Coyotes out in Mullet Arena. In the NBA last night, we have about 13 games to tell you about. The Hornets beat the Hawks in Charlotte 122-99. Magic beat the Knicks in Orlando 118-110. The Heat with a 5-point victory over the 76ers 109-104. Boston Celtics with a 50-point victory. Over the Brooklyn Nets, 136-86. Cavaliers only needed three extra points to beat the Bulls, 108-105. Pacers 
finish off the Raptors in Toronto in the fourth quarter, 127-125 final there with the return of Pascal Siakam to downtown Toronto. The Memphis Grizzlies 121, the Houston Rockets 113. Rockets lose again on the road. At home, the New Orleans Pelicans come back to beat the Washington Wizards 133-126. Mavericks all over the Spurs in a battle in the Lone Star State 116-93 for Dallas. Kings beat the Denver Chicken Nuggets out in Denver 102-98. Suns beat up on the Pistons 116-100. Lakers beat the Jazz out in Utah 138-122. And using a 16-point swing in the fourth quarter, the Los Angeles Clippers come back to defeat the Golden State Warriors 130-125. Clippers playing without Kawhi Leonard. And lastly, for those of you getting ready for the baseball season, uh, it's just about over. The offseason for the Mount Allison Mounties. They re-sign their head football coach, Peter Fraser, to a three-year contract extension. And Coach Fraser has led the Mounties to four consecutive playoff appearances. Hopefully they'll break through to a Vanier Cup this upcoming season. That is your CHMA Sports Update for Thursday. February 15th. And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. My name is Otoha Hanadani, and you are listening to CHM 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. from Blind Forest Books at 28B York Street. We're open 12 to 6, Monday to Saturday, Sunday 1 to 5, and we offer used books, tarot and astrology readings, tarot and oracle decks, and more. There's truly something for everyone. See you soon! Hi everyone, I am Tyler and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. Hello, everyone, and thank you, Tyler, for that awesome introduction that you just gave us all. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, and welcome to The Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center, otherwise known as the Mount Allison Student Center. I am your late morning host, JC and the time is 9:19. Now, before I came on, you heard from Brian Nielsen with your sports update. And even before that was Erica Butler with your Tantramar report. So thank you too very much as always for those valuable informative minutes. Thank you, thank you. Now, to kick this show off, how about we do a local weather update? So currently, it is minus 5 degrees outside. Flurries ending this morning. I believe they have officially ended. 
high of zero and a wind chill of minus 10 this morning. Clear this evening with a low of minus 13 and a wind chill warming up with the wind chill. You don't see that very often. Wind chill of minus 10 this evening. Tomorrow, Friday. It's already almost Friday. We've almost made it through. Ooh. Another great week in the books. Increasing cloudiness on Friday with a high of minus 4 and clear in the evening with a low of minus 12. Saturday and Sunday look to be absolutely beautiful days if you have time to get out for a nice walk, a nice hike, maybe even the Walker Road trails. Although I don't know if they're now only for skiing and snowshoeing, that might be the case. Uh, If not, there's always Beach Hill Park or the Waterfall Park. Uh, Saturday, sunny, with a high of minus 3 and a low of minus 15. And then on Sunday, a high of minus 6 and a low of minus 10. Absolutely lovely out. Now, looking into next week, a mix of sun and cloud with a 30% chance of flurries on Monday and a high of minus 1 and a low of minus 16. And then on Tuesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 6 and cloudy periods in the evening with a low of minus 13. So the weather is looking excellent. Still a little chilly. You still need your hats and mittens and winter coats and that sort of thing. Um, But it looks to be going in the right direction. All right, everyone. Shall we do a little local announcement update? So... Let's see what is going on in the Tantramar region and beyond at times. Tomorrow. No, that is today. It is. I just talked about how it was Friday tomorrow, but today is Thursday. Uh, didn't even think we were that far into the week. The Sackville Film Society is screening a show tonight. Uh, a show, a movie tonight at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $10 at the door, but memberships are also available by e-transfer. Now, the film that's being shown tonight is Keddie. Uh, so this is a little bit about that movie. In the city of Istanbul, there are more than just human inhabitants. There are also the stray dome the stray it was split up the stray domestic cats of the city who live free but have complicated relationships with the people themselves this film follows a selection of individual cats as they live their own lives in istanbul with their own distinctive personalities however with this vibrant population is the reality of an ancient metropolis changing with the times that may have less of a place for them Wow, that sounds awesome. A movie from the perspective of free roaming cats. That sounds right up my alley. Um, All right. So once again, 7.30 tonight at the Amherst Theater. Tickets are $10 at the door. If you want to look at the upcoming films, uh, you can go to SackvilleFilmSociety.com for the full list of films that they will be showing in the coming weeks. All right. In other news, this weekend, this Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m. at the CHMA station on the third floor of the Wallace-McCain Student Center, uh, you can stop on by to learn about the basics of how to record audio and edit it using Garage. Uh, yeah, basic audio techniques, uh, techniques digitally, um, but also uh, I 
would you say techniques physically uh, your posture how close you need to be to the mic um, and all of this to just help you with cutting down editing time uh, and then once you get used to those proper recording techniques, it is very simple to just hop on the mic and start talking. And this skill is, of course, transferable not only to radio and uh, podcasting, but beyond to all sorts uh, of different forms of media. And uh, also in daily life and just getting information across to people uh, in a cohesive manner. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Stop by the station, 1 to 3 p.m., third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center this Saturday. And additionally, if you have any questions about radio, podcasting, audio production, or how to even get involved with your local community and campus radio station, um, you can stop on by and the doors are open specifically at that time, to ask any questions you would like. Maybe you would like a tour. Maybe you'd like to see how live radio works or pretty much anything to do with CHMA. Stop on by for that. And as always, CHMA events are free to attend and a positive space accepting of absolutely everyone. All right, everyone, let's get on into some great tracks first up we have canadian artist party next door with their song not nice To watch you do you Don't get you look so nice But you're not nice So rude Look what you're putting me through I never do this to you I need to hold a corner And it's no whining One time I need to hold a corner And it's no whining One time To watch you do you Don't get you look so nice But you're not nice So rude Look what you're putting me through I never do this to you I need to hold a corner And it's no whining One time I need to hold a corner And it's no whining One time One time, yeah. 
Cause girl, you're not nice, you're rude Want me to feel like I'm new Want me to watch you do you Don't get you look so nice, you're not nice, you're rude Look what you're putting me through I never do this to you Yeah 